You're listening to Highly Unique Radio. What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody out there across the radio airwaves tuning in from however you're tuning in. This is Free Speech with Moet, and of course, I am Moet. You can follow me everywhere on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, anything that's anything. That's I-A-M-M-O-E-T-T. That's I-A-M-M-O-E-T-T. All right, y'all. I'm really going to try to stay (laughs) with my uh, structure today, so y'all just bear with me. But in regards to today, definitely you guys know what I like to say several times throughout my show, um, that I love all people, whether you're black, white, Asian, Hispanic, whatever your race, whatever your ethnicity, whoever your people are, wherever you come from, I love all people. I just have a really deep seated passion for my people because it is beyond time for us to adjust our crowns and get it together. All right, you guys, if you have a topic or anything that you would like discuss, make sure you shoot me a text message, shoot me a DM or leave me a voicemail 678-653-2024. That's 678-653-2024. Um, I'm going to get into a short commercial break, and then we're going to be back with the show. I'll be back in a moment. Do you have a project that you're working on that can be enhanced by some visual graphics? Working on a book and or video game and need your characters illustrated? Contact Lyanna Mitchell at llmitchellart at gmail.com. That's L-L-M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L art at gmail.com. With a degree in art and illustration, she can bring your visions to life. Follow her on Instagram and Twitter at llmitchellart. That's at L-L-M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L art. And check out her work today. Book Lyanna Mitchell for your concept art and illustration. Hey you. Yeah, you. Listening to this radio right now. Have you followed me on all social media platforms yet? Well, go ahead and hop on your Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. Type in I am Moet. That's I A M M O E T T. And make sure you hit that follow button. Wait, wait, wait. There's one more. Head on over to YouTube, you know, youtube.com, and type in Moet LLC. That's M O E T T L L C. And hit that subscribe button. I post videos every Monday and Wednesday. So get inspired and check out some dope content. You got all that? Good. Now let's get back to the show. And we're back. For those of you guys that are just tuning in, this is Free Speech with Moet. And of course, I am Moet. You can follow me everywhere on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, anything that's anything. That's I-A-M-M-O-E-T-T. As you guys already know, it is Easter Sunday. So I just want to say happy Easter to you guys. If you're out there celebrating Easter and all of that good stuff, happy Easter. Now, the updates, well... I won't say updates. The current events that I have for this week um, is that Archie Eversole died. He died. Um, how old was he? I forgot. Did I get that? Did I get his age? 
I don't know. But he died um, just recently. He died on April the 3rd. And for you guys that don't know who he is, he has that song, We Ready, We Ready, We Ready for y'all. Yeah, he got that song. So definitely, um, my heart goes out to his family. I definitely send my condolences and everything like that. Um, because he definitely was a legend. Everybody, like anybody that's anybody, if you don't know the whole song, like verbatim, you at least know that hook because that hook is like known nationwide across everywhere. Like it's like the sports anthem for so many places and everything. So definitely he will be missed now let me give you guys the facts now <clears throat> according to fox 5 atlanta um archie Eversole is best known for his 2002 song we ready which is the song that i just sung for you guys i told you guys like he's known for that song now his mother doesn't believe that his brother murdered him because what happened is that um let me give let me get into the facts before I just start going off of whatever pops into my mind. Now, his brother is Alexander Cross, and he's charged with murdering Archie at a DeKalb County gas station. Now, according to WSB TV, Archie was shot on March the 25th, and he died at a hospital that he was taken to nearby on April the 3rd. Now, <clears throat> Cross was arrested after shooting Archie and charged with aggravated assault, but charges upgraded to murder after Eversole died. Now, the family of Archie feels that not enough was done to save Archie's life, and because he died nine days, and that's because he died nine days later from blood loss. Now, my question, my question is, how is he at a hospital and he dies nine days later from blood loss? Like, what do you mean he died from blood loss? How does that even happen whenever you're in a hospital where they have blood? Unless he has, like, some rare, unless he had, like, some rare um, blood type that is, like, what they call it, the golden blood that you got to get a certain person. And it's only, like, a few people in the world that actually have that blood type. Um, other than that, I'm or unless it's, like, for religious reasons why he couldn't. Because I know, like, certain, like, my mom's a Jehovah Witness, and they don't get blood transfusions. So it could be something in regards to that. I mean, I don't know. I don't know the specifics. All I know is that he died on April the 3rd at the hospital. Um, they say it was from blood loss, which is pretty crazy to me because if he was going to die from blood loss, I would think that he it would have happened on March the 25th um, before he got to the hospital because once you're in the hospital they have plenty of blood unless he was just refusing transfusions but I'm not going to speculate or anything like that I do not have the facts surrounding that I don't know these are just the facts that I have is that he died from blood loss on April the 3rd um, in a hospital and his brother Alexander Cross has been charged with his murder and I don't know. We'll see what happens in regards to it. Now, his mom doesn't believe that he actually, that, um, that his brother killed him, but we, we don't know. You never know. She said that they were never in arguments or different things like that, which who knows? We, we weren't there. So the only thing that I could give you guys is the facts. Now, the next event that I have is about a young man. He's 25 years old and he goes by the name of Arterio Crumbly. Crumbly. And he was recently, um, 
he was wrongfully incarcerated like recently <clears throat> in Clayton County. Now, 13 WMAZ reported that the Arterio Crumbly was wrongfully accused of shooting a Clayton County police officer. Now, what originally happened is that on March the 2nd, Clayton officer Ryan Ritchie was shot in response to an armed robbery on Riverdale Road, and the victim in the robbery was shot in the hand. A manhunt was initiated for the man the police identified as Crumbly, who later turned himself in. Now, Crumbly told police he was 10 miles away at home in Fayette. Now, it took police two weeks before they used his cell phone to place him at home, and then it took them another four weeks before it was revealed that 17-year-old Charles Payne was the actual suspect. Now, Crumbly's charges were dropped on March the 16th, but he wasn't released until April the 14th due to probation violation from an old crime. Now, in regards to this, first of all, it's crazy that people are still being wrongfully incarcerated um, in this time frame. It's very crazy to me because here we are in 2022 and people are still being wrongfully incarcerated because of a stake of missing, I didn't, missing, what's the word I'm looking for? Misidentification. There we go. That's the word. Because of misidentification. It's crazy that we're still dealing with that because at the end of the day, whenever you pick someone up, okay, you could say that they're a suspect, but within that time frame of those, um, what it is like 48, 24, 48 to 72 hours between that time frame, then you should be looking at the facts surrounding that before you try to charge somebody with something or just lock them up because of something that you feel like they're accused of because all black people do not look the same at all and it's not a case you can't say that oh it's a case of mistaken identity because first of all if you look at Arterio and you look at um what's that boy name that's the real person Charles and you look at Charles they do they don't look alike Oh, so how can you mistake that man for that man? That's crazy. No, you was just looking at the color of their skin. You wasn't looking at their facial features or none of that. And plus, the fact that this young man said that he was at home during the time of the incident and all of that stuff, that would have been the first thing for y'all to check. That would have been the first thing for y'all to check, cell phone reception and stuff like that. Because let's be real we have the technology and everything these days to be able to pinpoint cell towers to see exactly where a person was at at what time because everybody has practically everybody has cell phones these days so you can use that technology so you can't say that it's a lack of technology or anything like that okay back in the day they were able to get away with that because it's like hey we ain't got that technology blah 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 but y'all ain't want to do due diligence anyway back then but these days there's no reason for you to say that oh we ain't have the tech no you had the technology you just didn't want to do anything you just didn't want to be able to to have anything go on or anything like that it's crazy it's just so crazy to me anyway moving on let me move on because y'all know i'd be on a whole tangent talking about this stuff because it's just it's crazy that we still have to go through people being wrongfully incarcerated like yes i know the history of there's a slew of people that are currently wrongfully incarcerated that are still incarcerated fighting for their freedom right now that are still fighting for their freedom years later 20 30 
50 years later because they've been wrongfully incarcerated back then especially whenever everything was turned around to create and paint um black people looking like the super criminals and all of that like let's be real let's be very clear in regards to that but let me move on because i be going on a whole tangent in regards to this stuff but next we have um the story of patrick lyoya who was 26 years old now i got this story from my mom i got that last story from my mom as well i have this story from my mom um from patrick lyoya um who is 26 years old and he According to the CBS News article, Patrick was pulled over for a traffic stop on April the 4th for mismatched plates. And he was shot and killed by police officers in Grand Rapids, Michigan, after they were fighting over the officer's taser. They have not charged or named anyone because they're waiting on the state police's investigation report. Now, I watched this video of what happened with this young man basically he had got out of the vehicle the police were trying to tell him to get back in the vehicle and he was like trying to get his license but whoever was in the car didn't know where his license was so he was trying to walk around the vehicle so that he could get his license out of the vehicle but then the police started trying to grab him and stuff like that and then he snatched away and took off running and then they tackled him down in the ground um and once they had got him tackled down to the ground, then they started tussling. They started tussling and everything. And then apparently he had grabbed the officer's taser or whatever of the sort. He had grabbed the officer's taser. And then the officer, while the man was, he was on, he was like on his hands and knees while they were tussling. He was on his hands and knees and the officer pulled his gun out and shot him in the head and shot the boy in the head. So it's just like, first of all, how you going to say that you're not going to charge anyone because you're waiting on an investigation as a preliminary thing? It should be to automatically suspend this person from work until the investigation comes back and you should reveal who the they are because it's pointless. So what, who are you really trying to protect here? Because at the end of the day, whenever the situation happened, then like all of these other situations, officer involved shootings and all of that, we know the officer's names. Whether we get justice in regards to it or not, those officer's names are revealed. So how are you going to say, oh, you are not um, giving out the name or charging anyone at the moment? How the fuck is you going to say that you're not charging nobody? Because if you clearly look at the video for one that's something that behooves me every time one of these cases come up which is an astonishing rate but to say that oh you got to wait until the investigation to know exactly what happened what the do you mean you got to wait until the investigation you see the video you see exactly what the happened like you see that why not talk to the passenger that was there in the car okay Along with that, the other officers that were there, of course, they probably will lie in regards to whatever the happened. But at the end of the day, you're talking about you got to wait for an investigation. You see the video. Clearly, that officer used excessive force whenever excessive force wasn't necessary in that situation. If you don't know how to handle yourself, just say that. 
honestly. If you don't know how to handle yourself, just say that. If you feel like you got to use deadly force to be able to take somebody down, then it's obvious that you should have been put back in training. It's obvious that you need to go through a different type of training or something. And you need to have a sit down for a little while. Because just to be able to say, oh, let me pull out my gun and shoot this person. This person's not choking you. This person's not beating you which really you should have yet beat but that's a conversation for another day but the thing about it is is that yeah they're protesting and everything in michigan also and flint still doesn't have clean water but that's another conversation for another day as well um so yeah it's crazy y'all talking about y'all not charging anyone or naming anyone until the investigation comes out how long will that take how long does this family have to wait to be able to see that? Because for one, whenever the young man was pulled over, the officer never identified himself. He did not identify himself. Oh, well, I'm officer such and such. No, he never did any of that. None of that. And for these officers to be so much on hinge, the thing is, if you want to be able to create peace between the officers and the citizens, there has to stop being a disconnect there because the officers act like, oh, we're so afraid because we don't know what can happen and different things like that. Yes, that is very true. But as a citizen, we also afraid because we don't know what the could happen. And nine times out of 10, that, that fear is increased because of the color of our skin. Because you can see countless videos across the internet, across social media, where a white person is pulled over or a white person is out yielding a gun, waving guns everywhere, doing all kind of crazy stuff. They ain't gunned down. They treated with the utmost respect. Treated with the utmost respect, giving water, make sure they I right, make sure they're all right and all of that good stuff. But whenever it comes to a black person, we're beaten, tackled down to the ground, shot if we even live to be able to be put in handcuffs and then all of that is crazy that's crazy to me and that is what needs to be changed within the system i keep saying every week the whole system needs to be stripped down and recreated period period it needs to be recreated we need to have representatives from each ethnic group on a panel with unbiased opinions okay unbiased opinions because a lot of the problem is people having biased opinions and they're the ones that are creating these curriculums they're the ones that are creating these trainings they're the ones that are passing these people through and different things like that which creates more of a problem which is that's what we're seeing and we continue to see and until something changes it's going to be the same and i'm going to get on here and talk about it every time moving on now this next topic also comes from my mom and it's about the hudson beauty academy now this academy is here in atlanta georgia and is owned and operated by a faith hudson and it's it's just crazy what these people have went through but let me get into the facts now this came from the shade room investigates the shade room investigating and it cost over three thousand dollars to attend this school and some students 
Olivia Pernell and several other women have made complaints against the school. And they stated that classes started to get canceled and they were put out once they started asking questions. So basically they were put out of school because they were asking questions in regards to like, why are my classes getting canceled and different things like that. And once negative reviews started surfacing on the internet, then that even made people made the people at the school really cancel those classes and kick those girls out of school anyway let me continue on now the students several students received an email stating quote all students receiving this are no longer permitted to attend classes end quote and it goes on to talk about someone making statements on the internet and calling it quote cyber bullying end quote and <clears throat> what happened was is that someone wrote a bad review about a lash life which prompted that email to be sent out now they were being intimidated by faith hudson who claims to be an attorney but she has not passed the bar exam so she ain't no real attorney yes yeah, she went to law school she did but she didn't pass the bar exam now one of the students tk green says that she was suspended for harassment because she questioned the equipment and that she would only be let in and she was told that she would only be let back in if she left a positive review for them now they are accredited by the bbb but they do have an f rating now in regards to this of course, you know that all companies have mixed reviews. A lot of things have, like, some things may happen within certain stuff and people feel some type of way so they make certain complaints and stuff like that. But for things to be, everybody telling the same story isn't telling a lie. Everybody telling the same story isn't telling a lie because it's crazy that you didn't even come out to be able to speak in regards to that, in regards to what happened. To clear it up or anything like that, the only thing that they could refer to is quote unquote cyber bullying because I didn't know that people leaving a bad review for a company was cyber bullying. I've seen cyber bullying and that's not it. If you leave a negative review about stuff, then it's like, that's honestly how you feel. That's what you went through. That's, what happened so it's not cyberbullying whenever it's a fact whenever you're leaving a review as to what happened but I don't know whenever it comes to looking up beauty schools if you plan on going to beauty school and different stuff like that y'all just got to make sure that y'all do y'all research do y'all research do y'all research and then do y'all research some more because you don't want to be caught up in a mix like this you don't want to just be spending your money and your money is going down the drain you don't want that and this is not to down a black owned woman owned business this is not to do any this is just bringing light to a situation that people have been dealing with because a lot of times people don't talk about stuff People don't talk about stuff or people talk about it, but it's not seen by the right people. So it's not discussed the way that it's supposed to be discussed. Like, hey, I'm just here to state the facts and keep it real all the way at that. Wow. All right. That's really all I got for you guys in reference to current events. What I'm about to do now is get into a short commercial break and then we'll be back with some more of the show. All right. I'll be back in a moment.
Do you have a small business that you're looking to get off the ground? Feel some added promotion will get you the recognition that you need? Take matters into your own hands and get your very own customized commercial made that's tailored to your business needs. Contact Moet at IamMoet at gmail.com. That's I-A-M-M-O-E-T-T at gmail.com. She will get your business description, budget, and the message you want to convey and develop a customized commercial just for you and your business. That's IamMoet at gmail.com. I-A-M-M-O-E-T-T at gmail.com. Get your commercial and get in front of more people today. Please understand. Please understand. Do you have a project that you're working on that can be enhanced by some visual graphics? Working on a book and or video game and need your characters illustrated? Contact Lyanna Mitchell at llmitchellart at gmail.com. That's L-L-M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L art at gmail.com. With a degree in art and illustration, she can bring your visions to life. Follow her on Instagram and Twitter at llmitchellart. That's at L-L-M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L art. And check out her work today. Book Lyanna Mitchell for your concept art and illustration. Need someone that can brighten up your event just by walking into the room? Someone that is very personable and can motivate the masses? Then head on over to www.imoet.us. That's www. I-A-M-M-O-E-T-T dot U-S and book Moet to speak at and or attend your next event. Moet is a beautiful model with a strong passion to motivate the masses. She's been through a lot so she can relate to a lot. Her skills include motivational speaking, modeling, and hosting. And that's just to name a few. Book her for your next event and or project by visiting www.imoet.us That's www.iammoet.us Moet Motivation over everything that trends Hey you Yeah you listening to this radio right now have you followed me on all social media platforms yet well go ahead and hop on your instagram twitter and snapchat type in i am moet that's i a m m o e t t and make sure you hit that follow button wait 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 there's one more head on over to youtube you know youtube.com and type in moet llc that's m o e t t LLC and hit that subscribe button. I post videos every Monday and Wednesday. So get inspired and check out some dope content. You got all that? <laughs> Good. Now let's get back to the show. And we're 
back. For those of you guys that are just tuning in, this is Free Speech with Moet. And of course, I am Moet. You can follow me everywhere on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, anything that's anything. That's I-A-M-M-O-E-T-T. That's I-A-M-M-O-E-T-T. Now, if you have a something that you would like discussed or a topic or anything that you would like to have light shed on, then definitely just shoot me a DM on one of my social medias or shoot me a text message or leave me a voicemail at 678-653-2024 678-653-2024 you will get a shout out in regards to that now most of my topics from my current events came from my mom she sends me a lot of information in regards to this she's been my number one fan since i started my station and everything like that her and my dad my dad um listens in as well so i just want to say shout out to the ones that have been with me since day one that have been listening and tuning in since day one um even throughout my inconsistencies even throughout my times of not being here even through my times of just playing a replay thank you guys for continuously tuning in for continuously watching my growth as you can see i am growing things are transforming and this is just the beginning i'm committed to growth i'm committed to transforming and one of the main things that i'm doing is i'm committed to transforming dreams into reality for myself and for those that are around me so definitely if you have anything that you're working on that you feel like i would be a good fit for definitely just reach out to me we can have a conversation about it if you would like to be able to have an interview reach out to me we can have a conversation about it now i currently have two interviews coming up one is going to be on may the 15th and it's with a lady by the name of Ladonna. she's a shoe designer and she's going to be coming on the show she's going to be traveling in from north carolina to come on the show and discuss her her business and the things that she has going on and different things like that then i'm also going to have another young lady coming in on may the 22nd her name is shantia she's going to be coming in from augusta georgia and she's a credit repair specialist so i'm going to have her i'm going to have those ladies coming in um learning how to do the things virtually so that i could have those people that aren't able to travel in at specific times i'm going to have it where they could be able to call in I just have to learn that aspect but you guys can be assured that I'm committed to this process I'm committed to the growth process I'm committed to learning the things that I don't know one thing about it is that you have to be real with yourself you have to be real with yourself with the things that you know you need to work on with the things that you know you fall short on or if you don't know something just say it hey I don't know this because if you can't be real and you can't be honest, people don't know how they can help you. They don't know how to step in and give you pointers or different things like that. People don't know what it is that you need if you're lying about stuff. If you're not being truthful with yourself and you're not being truthful with others. So you ha definitely have to be real with yourself. Get real with yourself about the stuff that you need help with. Get real with yourself about the stuff that you need to transform. Also, in regards to updates and... <clears throat> everything i have my shirts that are launching may the 2nd they're currently in pre-order um you could look at my page i am moet i a m m o e t t or go over to moet llc on instagram m o e t t l l c on instagram and be able to look at my shirts i currently have them in pre-order and all pre-orders get free shipping 
That's right. All pre-orders get free shipping. Now, if you wait to place your orders, or you to start placing your orders once the launch hits, then on May the 2nd, once the shirt's officially launched, then that's whenever I'm going to start sh- charging for shipping. But right now, now that I'm just in a pre-order status, then I'm not charging for shipping. So definitely get your pre-orders in, you know? Support a black-owned, women-owned business, okay? <laughs> I be cracking myself up. But also, I just want to give a shout-out. I want to give a shout-out to my accountability partner, Altovia, because she is amazing. She's out of Texas, and her and her husband have a credit repair. Um, they have credit repair business as well and they also have a couple's therapy repair which i'm single right now like i'm single so but they have like this couple's therapy thing and different stuff like that they're doing a lot of great things and i just want to give a shout out to her because me and her have been like messaging each other and keeping each other motivated during this 15-day challenge that we've been going through that we've been doing developing a better healthier habit and different things like that and i just want to say if you don't have someone that can hold you accountable to hold you to another standard then you need to get you someone it's okay for us to be able to hold ourselves accountable like yes you need to be able to have that accountability factor within you but it also helps as an extra layer and gives you an extra push whenever you have someone else on the outside that's like hey have you accomplished your goals how are you doing towards your goals how are you doing on your business how are you doing towards these things how are you doing on your journey towards these things that you told me that you wanted to do you know what i'm saying it helps because we can give ourselves all type of excuses Excuses. I wish I could talk. I'm going to learn how to talk one day. I promise. <laughs> but we could give ourselves all type of excuses in the book. Like, oh, well, I didn't feel like it today. Or different things like that. Make excuses as to why we don't meet, um, as to why we don't meet deadlines that we set in place for ourselves. Why we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing in our business and different stuff like that. But if we have other people holding us accountable, because you know, like, these people are looking up to you. These people are here for you and they're counting on you to do exactly what you said you were going to do. So it's important for us to be able to hold on to that and be able to stick with it. And that gives you an extra layer of being like, you know what? I can do this and I'm going to do this. Whether I feel like it or not, I'm going to get it done. I'm going to get up on the days I feel I don't feel like getting up. I'm going to get up and I'm still going to do something towards my business, something to bring me closer to my goals. One thing that I said, um, that I say to several people whenever I'm having a conversation, um, whenever people sit and they tell me that they're bored, you're bored. Or, but you're not where you want to be in life. You haven't accomplished your goals. Now, if you've accomplished your goals and all of that, you're, you're done. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I get it. Hey, I understand you bored. You got to find something to do. But if you're not where you want to be at in life, if you still have things that you need to accomplish that you know you want to accomplish, then why are you sitting around talking about your board? You have plenty of stuff that you could be doing. Read your personal development book. If you don't like reading books, listen to an audio book. They have most books that are written in the physical, in the physical, how do they call it? Um, dang, how do they call it? Paper, paperback, I don't, I don't know. But most of the books that are that are written, they have both a printed version 
and a digital version. So whether you have an ebook, you don't feel like printing it out or anything, you could get it on an ebook. Read it on your Kindle, read it through I a lot of my books that I have, I have over a hundred something books on Google Drive, which I'm working on developing a system to be able to allow you guys to be able to have access to that um, once I start back introducing my book club for you guys to be able to have access to those books because and I'm continuously adding books all the time within my list and my directory because you can never read enough you can never get enough knowledge and it's great to be able to continuously get knowledge on different things and things that i like to read on personal development on how to overcome different things on on elevating your mindset and different things like that because that is very important especially whenever it comes to business whenever it comes to life whenever it comes to different things you gotta have personal development you gotta have an elevated mindset you gotta have those things but Outside of that, then I done lost track of what I was saying. Honestly, my ADD done kicked in and I'm just like, bro, what the f was I talking about? <laughs> I be getting sidetracked sometimes. But <laughs> yes, I have my shirts launching on May the 2nd. May the 2nd. They're currently in pre-order. If you would like to pre-order, definitely look at my post that I post across my social media, both my pages, I am Moet and Moet LLC. Um, definitely, if you have a topic or anything that you would like discussed, send me a message. Send me a message, 678-653-2024. Even if you just want a shout out, all right, send me a message, 678-653-2024. But I'm going to be honest with you. I don't be checking my messages and stuff while I'm on the show. I don't. I just don't. Unless I do it on a commercial break or something. But nine times out of ten, I really don't be checking it while I'm here on air. And normally be once I get off of the mic and once I get off air. Um, What else? What else do I have? I would also like to give a shout out to DJ Prince out of Savannah. He has a print shop. Um, a print shop, a clothing store, Southern Shirts Express in Savannah. He's at 5901 Ogeechee Road in Savannah, Georgia, building number 12. Um, he's definitely doing his thing down there in the flea market, sprucing up the printing world and everything like that. So things are consistently evolving. Things are consistently evolving with my show, with this. If you miss any portion of my show, definitely I'm going to have the replay. Normally I say I'm going to have it up within 24 to 48 hours. But now that I have them on all of these different platforms, I'm committing to uploading it within 24 hours of me actually airing live. So that way you guys can be more in tune with the things that are going on with my show and the things that are happening and different things like that. Because I currently have my show on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Overcast, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, on all of those platforms. So you can listen to them on either platform, whichever way you feel. But to listen to the live show, the actual live show, you have to download the Highly Unique Radio app and tune in um, each and every Sunday, 2 p.m. But I was that was a statement for my um, live listeners, my live patrons on facebook because <laughs> i'm not going to be going live all the time and like once i learn how to do this virtual thing with the people calling in um that aren't able to physically make it into the station then 
you guys are if you guys aren't tuned in on the app you're gonna miss out you're gonna miss out on being able to hear the people talking because i'm not gonna be playing it over the speaker for you guys to be able to hear it as well as having it playing on the mic having a person talking and different things like that because it's going to create a disconnect it's going to make the sound sound really bad and what we're committed to is quality sound we're committed to quality things so that's what we're doing and what else that's really all i got for you guys what i'm going to do right now is get into a short commercial break and whenever i get back then i'm going to get into some history all right i'll be back in a moment do you have a project that you're working on that can be enhanced by some visual graphics working on a book and or video game and need your characters illustrated contact Lyanna Mitchell at llmitchellart at gmail.com that's ll m-i-t-c-h-e-l-l art at gmail.com with a degree in art and illustration she can bring your visions to life follow her on instagram and twitter at ll mitchell art that's at ll m-i-t-c-h-e-l-l art and check out her work today book liana mitchell for your concept art and illustration have a small business that you're looking to get off the ground feel some added promotion will get you the recognition that you need take matters into your own hands and get your very own customized commercial made that's tailored to your business needs contact moet at immoet at gmail.com that's i-a-m-m-o-e-t-t at gmail.com she will get your business description budget and the message you want to convey and develop a customized commercial just for you and your business that's imoet at gmail.com i-a-m-m-o-e-c-t at gmail.com get your commercial and get in front of more people today please understand please understand you listening to this radio right now have you follow me on all social media platforms yet well go ahead and hop on your instagram twitter and snapchat type in i am moet that's i a m m o e t t and make sure you hit that follow button wait 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 there's one more head on over to youtube you know youtube.com and type in moet llc that's m o e T-T-L-L-C and hit that subscribe button. I post videos every Monday and Wednesday. So get inspired and check out some dope content. You got all that? <laughs> Good. Now let's get back to the show. And we're back. For those of you guys that are just tuning in, this is Free Speech with Moet. And of course, I am Moet. You can follow me everywhere on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, anything that's anything. That's I-A-M-M-O-E-T-T. That's I-A-M-M-O-E-T-T. Now, we're about to get into some history. Now, I know a lot of you 
know about what happened with the Holocaust, what happened with the Jews, different things like that. I know a lot of you know about that, but what really, it was another Holocaust before that, actually years before that. And it was a Holocaust, a genocide of black people in Africa. It it really was. But let me let me give you guys the facts. Now, I got these facts from the New York Times. And so what happened was is that the gov the German government agreed to recognize they recently agreed last year to recognize the killings of two ethnic groups in the Namibia Namibia as genocide. Um this occurred over a hundred years ago, and it has been called the first genocide of the 20th century, the forgotten genocide, and the genocide that was the precursor of the Holocaust. Now, during this genocide, tens of thousands of Africans were killed between the years of 1904 and 1908 by German soldiers in what is now Namibia, Namibia which is a country that is northwest of South Africa. Now, what happened was is that the German soldiers targeted the Herero and the Nama because they had resisted land grabs by German settlers. Africans were shot, hanged, abandoned in the desert, and died in concentration camps. Now, a push to recognize the genocide began after Namibia's independence in 1990 and it's just grown stronger with the 100th anniversary of what happened in 2004. Now the Germans, Germany formally described the killings as a genocide and agreed to issue an apology and stated that they were committed to providing 1.35 billion dollars toward reconstruction and development Projects. Now, the Namibian government has is basically in agreement with this um, with this settlement and everything. But the Herero and the Nama leaders are dismissing this agreement because they feel like it's a public coup. It's a public relations coup, quote unquote, and because it does not include the funds basically being used as reparations quote unquote now what happened is that the namibia which was then called southwest africa is where thousands of german settlers grabbed land and cattle from local residents now the german settlers encountered a lot of resistance from the herero and the nama and as a result they dispatched uh lothar von trotha who was a military commander who had earned a fierce reputation in Germany's possession in Asia and East Africa. Now, in Namibia, he led what was known as Schutztruppe. I cannot pronounce that word at all. Schutztruppe. That's what I'm going to go with. But it's basically a protective force. Now, he issued a warning in 1904 that, quote, every Herrero, with or without rifles, with or without cattle, will be shot. And that he would no longer take in women or children, but, quote, drive them back to their people or have them shot, end quote. Now, he also issued a similar warning to Nama the next year. And out of the population, 
Out of a 100,000 population, about 80% of all Herrera are believed to have died, according to historians. And German soldiers shot, they shot Herrera, they hanged them, they drove them into the desert and sealed off watering holes to stop survivors from returning, and prisoners were held and died in concentration camp. Now, from the Nama ethnic group, about 10,000 people died and that was about half of the total population at that time now in their african colony german colonial officers that were studying eugenics are believed to have developed ideas about racial purity and the mixing of races and as a result hundreds of skulls of victims were sent to germany for examination and only in recent years have some been returned to namibia now the reason why the world didn't really pay attention is because it took Germany more than a century to acknowledge Namibia's genocide. And like I said, it occurred way before the one, the Holocaust of the Jews. Like, you know, we talk about the Holocaust of the Jews in school, but we, we ain't never know nothing about the Holocaust of the Namibia in, in Namibia of the Herrera and the Nama. We never knew about that. We were never taught that in school. So, like I told y'all, whenever I be doing my research and I be looking up some of this stuff, it be blowing my mind because it be like, wow, like I never knew that. But that's awesome because, like I say, you don't know what you don't know regardless. And there's so much that we don't know in regards to our history, in regards to things that have happened to our people and different things like that, which is one of the primary reasons why I created this show so that we could bring light to that. Not to be like in a demeaning way or to cause a revolt or to stick people against each other or anything like that, but to define the facts and show the facts and show like hey we went through this and also to show our resilience our resilience and still being going through those things and still rising regardless of the fact and to give us encouragement for reform because we need a reform within ourselves amongst ourselves and we can only start with ourselves we can only start the change can only start with ourselves and other like-minded individuals that are committed to the same thing because we still have people that are so blind to the fact and so ignorant whether they choose to acknowledge the atrocities that have happened or they don't but it's just some people that they just feel like they know what they know and blah 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 and they still but they're still stuck in a negative mindset they're still pitting against each other want to go off about minute things and it's just crazy and it's beyond time for it to stop because in order for things to take a change for the better we have to start getting a better mindset whenever it comes to ourselves whenever it comes to our history like yes we went through those things but we also rose through those things look at all the accomplishments we have made look at all of the things that we have done yes it's still a lot of up going on messed up things going on but hey we're still working. We're still striving for greatness. We're still working towards those things. And for those people that aren't working towards those things, it's crazy because it's like, yo, like we're trying to do things to better our community, to better the world, to better 
our lives and the lives for our children and different things like that. But whatever, that's another conversation for another day. Let me get back on track because y'all know I'll be going on a whole tangent down a whole rabbit hole around the corner and then some. Okay. Whew. Now let's see here. Where I don't even know where I was at. Okay. So recently it has been put in the history curriculum in schools. Now I haven't seen it in the history curriculum, so I don't know. So, I mean, it may be, it may be just in the history curriculum overseas, but that's another thing. What I say is that if you're waiting on the school system to teach our kids about our history, you are doing it wrong. Because for one, they're not even required to have black history in the curriculum at all. For two, you have a lot of states that want to have black history stripped from the school system honestly then also you have some school systems that don't want to teach critical race theory or they don't now they're they don't want the kkk talked about in a negative manner or different things like that but it's like bro what what do you mean you don't want the kkk talked about you know what let me get back to these facts because all right now <clears throat> it wasn't until 1990 that the that the end of the whatever in South Africa brought independence to Namibia. So it wasn't until 1990 that Namibia gains, gained its independence. But the Herrera and the Nama were frustrated about their country's new rulers who were just as uninterested in examining the past. Now, in Namibia today, monuments and cemeteries commemorate dead German soldiers, but they still outnumber those honoring the Herrero and the Nama victims of genocide. That kind of sounds like some stuff going on in the U.S., right? Right? It sounds like stuff that goes on in the U.S. too. Because y'all know that we've been tearing down um, in certain places. The monuments for um, Civil War leaders and stuff like that have been being torn down. Because we have a lot of a lot of statues and places and buildings and different things like that. Named after Civil War um, people that were against. Um, no, that weren't against that were for slavery that were against the black people and different things like that so that's why you have a lot of people that are standing up like no this needs to be taken down and different things like that but anyway let me continue on with the facts now the the german foreign minister stated quote we wanted to apologize but for what we first needed to reach a common understanding of what happened in 1904 to 1908 end quote now first of all First of all, let's be very clear. Whenever you get in government and things like that, you may not want to admit the ugly truth of things that your government has done, but you are very well acclimated with the facts. You're very well educated with the facts. So you, for you to say that you want to apologize, but you don't know what for, because you don't know what really happened. The you, you mean, what the do you mean that you don't know what happened you know what the happened you know what happened with your government whenever your government went into this country and basically tried to take out 
80 to 90 percent of a whole population of black people you know what the happened because y'all wanted to be able to take over just like the happened with the freaking holocaust y'all oh y'all can acknowledge that but you don't want to acknowledge the fact that the bull that you did when in regards to these people you don't want to acknowledge the fact of the things that you did to the black people no no you know what happened so i respectfully disagree in regards to that statement i don't give up what the you're talking about because that's a lie period because whenever you're within the government you know the things that that be going on you might not agree with it you might not think that's right and let me just say whenever it comes to the government and you're in different situations you're in different places and you know things are up and you know things are wrong instead of waiting until years later whenever the truth is coming out that all of these people lives are messed up and different things like that then you want to issue an apology and say oh i knew it was wrong why the fuck you ain't say something at that time whenever you knew it was wrong but you didn't you sat quiet and you sat to the side and you allowed this to happen so now you're saying oh my bad i didn't know that this was wrong at the time i knew it was wrong at the time but no you're just it's part you're part of the problem let's be real you're part of the problem if you sit to the side and you allow some to happen and you're not saying anything in regards to it you have the power to be able to stop something and say something in regards to something but you just sit there and you allow the to happen then you're part of the problem honestly and that can tie right back into what's going on in the police departments and all of that <sighs> I be getting so worked up because that be pissing me off I be, <laughs> I be like man y'all got me messed up Whew. but anyway so you have the government the Namibian government that is for um, Germany saying their little apology but not calling it reparations and different things like that but you have the actual Herrera and the Nama people that aren't agreeing with that because they're like no we don't want their apology because it's BS and they're calling BS on it so I don't know I don't know what kind of agreement they're going to come along with or anything like that now speaking of that that ties me back I forgot one topic now, this topic came from my mom, and it's in regards to the Atlanta Police Department point system. Now, according to CBS 46, a CBS 46 article, Judge Ray said, quote, the court is concerned that such a system may create perverse incentives for officers, end quote. Now, this statement was made after a lawsuit against the Atlanta police officer, Vlad Vladimir Henry and Juan Restrepo, who had arrested a transgender black woman by the name of Juzima Goldring in October 2015, and she was stopped for jaywalking but was taken into custody because they said she could be trafficking cocaine. Now, the Atlanta Police Department defends its point system, saying that it's an assessment tool and officers aren't required to meet quotas. Now, they say that, but it's posted on a bulletin board in the Atlanta Police Department showing each officer's name and the points that they make. And it's 
it's like a board that shows like the officer's name it shows the crimes and what they're what the points are for it like if you get a felony or a juvenile arrest different things like that then you get like five points a traffic stop is like 1.5 points um different things like that and they have a certain quota they put them on a certain quota that they want them to meet for the day and then it'll show it shows like the quota that they want them to meet and the total that they actually got for the day and then they have a comment on the side on like unsatisfied unsatisfactory unacceptable or highly satisfied and different things like that and basically they have to meet the target um they have to meet the target daily now for them to say that what did they say they said that it's an assessment tools and officers aren't required to meet quotas i what first of all how you gonna have a point-based system and say it's an assessment tool because you're trying to make sure that people stay busy and do what they're supposed to do you need to figure something else out because if you're having a point system and you're saying that these people should make uh a hundred points for the week or different things like that then you really are incentivizing them to make arrests you're incentivizing them to pull people over to give out pointless tickets to do whatever that's crazy to me so i mean to rectify that i would say get rid of the whole point system because you don't see other police departments and different things like that with a point system so why the do we got a point system that's crazy to me because basically you're saying and then you have a traffic stop at 1.5 points but if they lock somebody up with a felony or different things like that it's a 5 points that's crazy that's crazy to me but outside of that really that's all I got for you guys Um, normally in this time frame I would be having a guest come on to be able to speak but we're going to get into that as the show continues to develop I have my first interview so far on May the 15th with LaDana Um, so then we're going to see we're going to continue growing we're going to continue evolving continue tuning in continue checking out because there's some big things popping over here I'm letting you know that now period and if you're out there you're struggling with weight loss or you need to gain weight or different things like that hit me up i'm partnered with total life changes tlc and i'm i've been losing weight i'm getting fine about a day baby fine about a day baby i've been losing weight since i've been on these products whenever i first started taking these products i was at 223 pounds point four pounds and um last week Last week, whenever I weighed myself, well, Monday, whenever I weighed myself, I was at 107.4. So I've been losing weight with these products. So better get with me. You trying to get summer fine, baby. But (laughs) anyway, outside of that, I just definitely just want to encourage you guys. I want to encourage you guys, anybody that's out there trying to do anything, trying to achieve anything, trying to do better with your life. Definitely stay focused. Don't allow anyone to distract you from being able to be positive, from being able to make those positive changes in your life. Sometimes 
that can mean cutting off communication with family. That can mean cutting off communication with friends that you've been friends with for a very, very, very long time. But at the end of the day, you have to learn how to put you first. You have to learn how to put you first, your peace first, your progress first, your business first. You have to learn how to be selfish, of course, tastefully, but you have to learn how to be selfish, to do things for you, to be able to upgrade your life, to be able to transform the lives of yourself, your family, and those around you. And everybody isn't going to understand that. And they're not meant to because the vision and the goal and the dream was given to you. It was given to you, and it's up to you to be able to make it happen. So you can't allow anyone to stop you from that, to distract you from that, to detour you from that, or to, like, bring you down or anything in that matter. You have to eliminate the negativity. Get rid of the negativity. If it's people around you that are consistently saying, oh, you can't do that, oh, blah, 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 okay, show them. Show them wrong move around don't don't allow yourself to stay around that because at the end of the day what happens is if you continue to try to stay in connection with that then subconsciously it's going to be seeping into your subconscious your subconscious and then it's going to make you feel some type of way and then next thing you know you're going to be self-sabotaging yourself like oh man they were right i really can't make it no you can make it it's tough it is it's not easy and it's not for the faint of heart at all take it from someone that's been there done that start it stop start it stop start it stop start it again but at the end of the day i'm living proof that if you just keep going if you just keep going you can make it it don't matter how many times you got to revamp yourself it don't matter how many times you got to come at something from a different direction it don't matter how many times you have to start again and begin again it doesn't matter what does matter is the fact that you don't give up that you don't quit because the only thing that is guaranteed to you if you quit is failure you're guaranteed to fail you're guaranteed to not make it or anything if you quit so don't quit don't stop don't give up even if you got to take you a step back for a moment take that time to step back i had to step back for what i had to step back for like five months not by choice because God sat my down but hey I'm thankful for that I'm thankful for that time where I had to sit down and I had to completely reset I had to completely reassess everything in my life what I was going after what I wanted to do what my dreams and my goals and my visions are what my true passion was what I really wanted to do so that way whenever I came back I could be able to really tackle the things the way that I needed to tackle them I could have the things to be able to continue going regardless of anything that is going on so it's not for the faint of heart it's not but at the end of the day if you have a dream and a goal and a vision it is up to you to bring it to life and there is nobody coming to save you nobody you have to be your own life jacket life vest life person life alert every you got to be the person that come and save you You got to be the person that picks yourself up to be like, hey, I can do this. If you got to listen to a motivational tape, that's fine. Play you a motivational tape. If you got to listen to some music that pump you up and make you feel good, all right, do that. Do what you got to do. And it's okay whenever you hit those bumps in the road where it makes you feel like, oh, man, like, man. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Them times where it seemed like can't nothing get right. Can't nothing go in the right direction. Even whenever you go through those moments, 
All right. Take your time to address your feelings in regards to that. Cry about it. Do what you need to do. But just like my coach says, take five minutes to cry about it, and then it's time to get gangster. And whenever it comes to getting gangster, that means turning you on some music that pumps you up, putting you something on that pumps you up, that motivates you to get out there and get back at it. Because at the end of the day, you got to get out there and you got to get back at it. Because one thing about it, life is going to continue revolving. Life is going to continue going on. And it's up to you to be able to make those things happen. So make them happen. Despite anything is all good. All right. That's all I got for you guys. Remember that life is too short to be anything but motivated. Make sure you tune in each and every Sunday. Make sure you tune in each and every Sunday. I'm here, 2 p.m. And thank you guys. Shouts out to you guys that are consistently here each and every Sunday, being motivated, being here as a support. Listen to me run my mouth, stating the facts and running my mouth, my whole tangents, my rants, all of that. Thank you guys. I really, truly appreciate each and every one of you guys. And um, I don't know. I was about to say something else, but... I ain't got nothing else to say. (laughs) All right. Remember that life is too short to be anything but motivated. Now get out there and turn your dreams into a vision and make that your reality. All right. See you guys next week.